0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Volunteer Country on Sports Illustrated podcast. The Volunteer Country on Sports Illustrated podcast is brought to you by Acker Travel Company by Dream Vacations. For all of your travel needs, big or small, give our friends Beth and Price at Acker Travel Company a call. I hope everyone is having a great Tuesday so far, probably dragging a bit this morning coming off the holiday weekend. I know I am for sure, but it was a much-needed break. For the most part, as I did get to enjoy Saturday evening and Sunday and Monday with family, I did cover recruiting this weekend. And as always, I'm Matt Ray, your host, and we have another exciting episode in store for you guys today. As I will take a look at the massive recruiting weekend Tennessee just had. And also we will hear from 2022 defensive line signing Jason Jenkins later in the show Jack and Jake will have another separate baseball show for you guys all the way throughout the NCAA tournament. As right now, we feel it deserves more than just a simple segment on one podcast. The baseball podcast is going to continue to have its own show for the time being. But let's not waste any time on this Tuesday morning. Let's jump straight into recruiting talk. Tennessee coming off a massive weekend. Three official visitors in a number of top targets in for Rocky Top Palooza. But we're going to start with those official visitors. We'll stay in the state of Tennessee first with Bryson Sanders, the 2023 offensive lineman from Chattanooga, back at Rocky Top again. Big for Tennessee to get him here again this weekend. Just, you know, he wasn't going to take an official visit here a month ago. So for Tennessee to get him back, get him on campus, have some more individualized one-on-one time with him is that recruitment's been fluid in the way that it's moved. Uh, back in the spring, it seemed like LSU had all the momentum there, but now after talking with Sanders coming out of the official visit yesterday at Tennessee, LSU's not a school in consideration heading into his scheduled June 23rd commitment date, which could move up. We'll see what happens with that. I tend to think it does move up based on conversations with him. I think he has an idea in mind of what he wants to do and when he wants to do it. He still will take the trip to Oklahoma this weekend and make no bones about it. The Sooners want him uh, in this class. Bill Beatenball leading the way there. I have more of a chance to get out there, see what they have to offer. But I've had a couple of OU insiders hit me up about Bryson Sanders wanting to know what I know if he's still planning to make it out there that type of thing. So it's pretty apparent that Oklahoma does want Bryson Sanders. It's going to be an important visit. as He's been meticulous in pretty much every step of this recruitment, but it feels like right now, barring Oklahoma making a major move this upcoming weekend, this thing's going to come down to Tennessee and Ole Miss, and the Vols feel pretty good coming out of the weekend. So we'll see where things are with Bryson Sanders coming out of the Oklahoma visit. But right now, Tennessee has picked momentum back up in this recruitment Need to carry it across the finish line, which could get here sooner than later. But the volunteers had a good showing this weekend. It was an opportunity for him to be around guys that he could potentially be with in this class. And you know, when you look at this weekend overall, you know, had some people you know expressed concern. There's so many top guys here. You know, how does how does the staff distribute time and show all these guys equal attention? Well, they did that this weekend. made no bones about it. They blew everybody away that we talked to coming out of this visit weekend that was because they were able to handle that so well they had every step planned every you know meeting session nobody was ever left unattended Uh, Josh Hopple was I don't know how he did what he did but spread in 50 different ways with guys and just able to give Each recruit, what they felt like was ample attention. Bryson Sanders saw that throughout the official visit. We can but to be around some of these guys that he could potentially play with, have conversations with Nico, get to learn more about him, hang out with him. That was big for Bryson Sanders this weekend. Like where Tennessee is right now, we'll sit down again and see where they are coming out of the Oklahoma official visit as Sanders will go into decision mode with family following that. But a big official visit weekend for the Vols there, as he was not originally scheduled to be here, but may planning to get up here unofficially this weekend, which would have been for just a Saturday. But that that official trip really allowed Tennessee to get right back to where they want to be in this recruitment for Bryson Sanders. So that's the first guy that we're going to talk about, Glenn Ellerby, making a move with this weekend. It seems like Glenn Ell- Glen Ellerby in that offensive line room uh, really had a strong showing this weekend, and we'll move straight into the next guy who raved about Ellerbe coming out of the visit. Six-foot-eight, 300-pound offensive tackle Lucas Simmons, a massive prospect. I've only continued to hear great things about him throughout the spring, know how Tennessee feels about him. He has a case to argue be our top tackle prospect when our Sports Illustrated 99 rankings roll out later in the summer. Just a mountain of a kid that has immense athleticism. Um, obviously, that's something that any program in the country is going to covet. Tennessee covets it. But Tennessee, able to get Simmons in here for his official visit, it's the second of his five. He will continue the trips via USC, Florida, and Florida State. And overall, when you look at how things work, Tennessee would love to have, you know, been able to get him in for that last trip. But the Vols made a move this weekend – they're going to be at a, you know, one of the teams that he's deciding between in the end. Um, just because of the connections that he has here for one, his dad Abel was around Billy Ray Johnson, who was the athletic director of housing at Oklahoma when he was playing there in the 90s. He has ties to Josh Hoppel. He had more chances to sit down one-on-one with Glenn Ellerby this weekend and learn about how Tennessee sees. Lucas fitting in his office but how they can take care of him you know this is an this is an international family that that's one of the big concerns for them is how is he going to be taken care of when he's on a college campus Tennessee able to really drive home that trust this weekend and show that family how they're going to use Lucas here on and off the field how things would go for him it was a big weekend there Lucas was really blown away with the atmosphere, the things that they did. So for Tennessee, they're sitting in a good position coming out of this visit, but three more important official visits coming up with USC, Florida, and Florida State, all of those schools heavily in the mix. I think I touched on this when we previewed it, but I was ready to write Florida off a few weeks ago. Uh, Heck, I think Lucas, again, was ready to write Florida off a few weeks ago. Billy Napier's program battling really hard to get into this thing, so – all three of those visits are going to be very important. But Tennessee, a big showing for Lucas Simmons this weekend. And, again, credit Glenn Ellerby for just showing who he is as a person and as a recruiter. You know, Simmons raved about Ellerby coming out of the visit weekend, just the most one of the most genuine coaches that he's ever been around, how he opened up to him, what they were able to do, what he was able to learn about him. So another big-time visitor. Glenn Ellerby knocks it out of the park. Tennessee deep in this recruitment and should expect to be for the duration for Lucas Simmons Uh, staying on the official visitor slate a guy that I haven't had a chance to sit down and go in-depth with on his trip but have been able to at least have some casual conversation uh, did go well is Vic Barley Tennessee getting the first of five official visits for Vic Barley a little bit of a calculator risk there when you look at all the other stops he will make along the way the Vols battling Clemson and Georgia are the two biggest contenders, in my opinion. He'll Burley will see both of those guys, both of those programs on official visits next month. But Tennessee has continued to show Vic Burley how much of a priority he is. He was out there at the recruiting event on Saturday, having a good time with the unofficial guys that came in. Got to see a lot of the guys that Rodney Garner envisions him potentially playing with on the defensive line if he was able to play here as Garner was able to get multiple unofficial visitors here this weekend, like Tamarion Parker, who we'll talk about in just a little bit, Will Whitson, Elijah Davis, uh, Keldrick Falk, you know, so, so, so that list of guys um, here this weekend. So Burley able to learn some more about that. He was able to hang out with Nico, able to hang out with, with several of the offensive line guys that he felt like, you know, that he'll be going up against. So that's something that's important, you know, you want iron sharpens iron is, is the the phrase that these guys like to use. But very important for Tennessee to be able to show Burley who he'll be going up against every day. And you're talking about some guys who right now have evaluations to potentially be day one, day two NFL draft picks. So that's something that's going to appeal to an elite defensive line prospect, that he can be going going against a guy like that and honing his craft. So a, a big official visit weekend there for Big Barley, we'll catch up with him later in the week and have more there. But, you know, all three official visitors for Tennessee have all showed well. Definitely seemed to make a move with each guy. At least they didn't seem to lose any momentum. Or like a guy with Barley who seemed like they had a ton of momentum coming out of the winter. They were able to sustain and re-show him some things that they needed to do and answer questions or doubts that he maybe had that other schools have put in the back of his mind throughout time. So a big official visit weekend for Tennessee there, even though it was just three guys, three very important guys to this staff, and they really hammered those official visits home. So moving forward onto to the unofficial visitors, we'll jump right into the guy that I think everybody wants to know about, Francis Malioa, the – Massive six foot five, 330 pound offensive lineman. Not going to label him as a tackle, not going to label him as a guard because he believes he can play all five positions on the offensive line. That was something that he really looked forward to talking to Tennessee about this weekend. He was able to. The Vols nailed Francis Malio's unofficial visit, a multi day trip. Now he will announce a top five. Later this week on Saturday, June 4th, the Vols have a pretty good chance of being on that list. Those five schools will get his five official visits in the month of June. Um, Malioa has publicly told uh, John Garcia of Sports Illustrated that Alabama, USC, and Miami would all be on the list when I talked to him. I didn't want to press there too hard there because then you're getting to four out of five, you know. But he he really loved Tennessee. He's already talking about being back in June. Um, now maybe that ends up being unofficially, but you know he's going back to Hawaii right now to spend time with family and and get ready to gear up for that official visit slate. So have to like the Davalas chances of getting an official visit there uh, for him. Really be interesting to see who that you know fourth and fifth school are um, over time here. But for Tennessee, this weekend was just about one making that personal in-person connection uh, to showing Malio what his football fit is here and the Vols were able to crush those things home, uh, really answered all the questions that he had. He had a really good time being around other recruits. I don't think he was very sure of what to expect coming into this. So having Nico here with him, kind of pointing things out along the way that he's learned and that type of thing really helped. But then Tennessee is able to show him so much attention. He was here for multiple days. Um, this is a kid that, yeah, when you when you talk to him, yeah, the the scavenger hunt Darren Rocky Top Palooza was fun, the events that they did, the golf challenge that they did, all that stuff was fun. But he wanted to talk football and Tennessee was able to answer those football style, you know, football questions for him, the style of offense that they run, how they see him fitting in, what the opportunities are, you know, from the day that he steps on campus. And, again, going back to that positional versatility thing, that's something that any staff's going to covet. But, you know, obviously this staff does. That's something that he covets. He believes that he has the ability to play all five positions, even if that's center. And he believes that that's an opportunity to get on the field his freshman season. Uh, So he locks – what the Tennessee staff does, how balanced they are, he sees that they like to run a little bit more uh, at times, but what they do with the RPO, what they do with the quick hitters, uh, how they how they move up and down the field, get in and out of sets, how they rotate on the offensive line, how he can play multiple positions. It was a really good weekend for Glenn Ellerby there. They were able to spend a lot of time together on Sunday. Um, after the official visitors had checked out. So Malio, able to learn more about Gwen Ellery, really, really impressed. Those two have continued to hit it off. And listen, we reported a while back when that interest picked up between Tennessee and Malio after Nico committed, that it was Malio picking the phone up and saying, hey, I'm really interested in blocking for Nico. I would like to talk to you guys. You know, Tennessee had been reaching out to him, but he was having issues with Twitter, social media, that type of thing with his phone. So he hadn't been very responsive and getting those because he wasn't getting those messages. So he says, hey, you know what? I'm going to recruit these guys now, which is obviously pretty easy to do. Those conversations, you know, snowballed downhill. He's here, and now he's most likely going to be back in June for another official visit. The Vols have some momentum there. It's a big-time recruiting battle. Um, Alabama, USC, and Miami, as I mentioned, all in there. Um, USC has some serious ties to him. That's a staff that he feels very comfortable with, has known for a long time from different from different schools, from Riley coming from Oklahoma, the offensive line coach coming from Texas A&M, uh, Sean Newa coming from Michigan, um, as the defensive line coach, so there's some connections there. Um, he has the California connection. He's, he's been in California. He's familiar with California. Uh, he knows guys in that class. But now he knows guys that are in this class, that can be in this class, guys that he likes. So the volatile have positioned themselves well coming out of the weekend. This is going to be a big-boy battle to the finish line. Uh, we'll see where Malio goes, but he wants to make a decision in July or August. I really like where the vols are. I really like what Glenn Ellerby showed him. I think the personal time that they spent together this weekend helped Tennessee in a big, big way. So we'll see what comes of this recruitment. Obviously, these guys feel visit highs as they check out and things like that. Everything's very good. But Tennessee able to answer a lot of Francis Maliola's questions this weekend and have solidified themselves in this recruitment heading into a July or August decision. Um Staying on the elite of the elite, Sean and Bradley, the Platte County, Missouri edge rusher on campus in Knoxville this weekend for his first visit, multi-day official visit, had family with him. Uh, by the end of the interview gauntlet there, checking out, He was he was kind of tired, but Tennessee showed him everything that, you know, he wanted to see. He had questions he needed to look at you know, design, like I mentioned in the preview podcast last weekend. He was able to see that. He was able to see how everything worked. Was impressed with how the, you know, facilities laid out, how everything was right there for you from academics to, you know, nutrition to the practice field to the dorms. Everybody kind of raved about that this weekend, actually. Uh, That's something that Tennessee has set up really well there. But for him, it was his mom's first, you know, official college visit with him. Uh, able to get out and just see a lot of town and a lot of the campus they were very impressed the family very very impressed they feel comfortable with Tennessee that's something that I think is going to take the Vols a long way in this recruitment they're already looking to be back Uh, would expect Tennessee to get an official visit there he says at some point during the season but we'll see when that comes could come earlier I don't think he's in a rush to make a decision. I still tend to lean towards November, December with him. I just think he has a lot going through his head. Uh, The family will kind of tell you, you know, that he's working through this process step by step. But, you know, sometimes those steps aren't, aren't quite as far once he makes one as it may seem to him. So he's working through the process. He has a lot of schools in contact with him. He has a lot of potential. He was a lot bigger than I expected him to be. Uh, as far as a length standpoint, just phenomenal reach and length. Um, Already has an impressive frame, so pretty easy to see the attraction there for a lot of these schools. A guy that I think over time could put his hand in the dirt if he needed to, stand up, drop in the cover. So a guy that's very, very impressive. Uh, He had a chance to spend a lot of time with Nico this weekend, but he had a chance to spend a lot of time with Caleb Herring this weekend, a guy who he would be counterparts with here at Tennessee. Um, that, you know, they would kind of be a tandem, I guess I should say, for um, they were able to spend time together, talk about getting after the passer together. So that was that was a big thing for Shane Davey and Bradley to spend that time with Caleb Herring. They really clicked. They really hit it off. That duo right there, if Mike Eckler can pull that in, Tennessee fans should be excited because you have two guys that have high end NFL draft potential in their future. So, uh, Tennessee deep in that recruitment. Family likes Brother at, Shandavion Bradley likes Tennessee, will be back. Um LaValle's showing well in that recruitment right now. Uh, another guy that surprised me probably the most. Um, I've had talked with people leading into the visit for multiple different sides and felt like Tennessee had some traction right now. Uh, Some other schools may be slipping down the list, and the Vols have been, you know, relentless in this recruitment. Tamarion Parker, Tennessee named the leader for him. Tennessee at the top, and that's a direct quote from Tamarion Parker, coming out of this weekend official visit, uh, or not official visit, coming out of this weekend visit, unofficial visit, um, family with him here. uh, They had a good time. He made the trip to Michigan State by himself. That's another school that's coming into his recruitment of late. He's playing an official visit so his family can get up there and see it. But Tennessee surging for Tamarion Parker right now. Credit Rodney Garner. Credit LaVorne Harbin in that one. Mm-hmm. Those two guys have nailed it with the Alabama standout so far. And Parker is a big-time prospect who already looks college-ready. He comes from a college-level program at Central High School in Phoenix City, Alabama, the Vols will get him back officially at some point. He's kind of fluid on when those official visits are going to be. Uh, we'll see what comes of that for him. But Tennessee sitting in a really good position right now. We'll see at least a couple of schools um, officially next month: Penn State and Michigan State. I know for sure. We'll see. We'll see when the others are used, but. Tennessee in a great position for Tamarion Parker coming out this weekend. I know I continue to say that about each one of these guys, but again, just a testament to what Tennessee was able to do on the recruiting front this past weekend, staying in the state of Alabama, um, offensive line target Stanton Ramil, another massive offensive tackle prospect just cowering over guys carrying a three, probably 310 315 frame. Very, very well. Um, he was able to get here for an unofficial visit this weekend. He was running late. He didn't make it to the Rocky Top Palooza festivities. He didn't make it to, you know, the scavenger hunt and that type of thing. But he got a little bit more of a traditional visit. He saw campus. He went through the facilities. He was able to see all that. Ended out the day spending time with essentially the entire offensive staff. Probably the last hour of the visit, we're told, he spent with that staff. Um You know, Josh Heupel, Ellerbeet, Golish, Kelsey Pope, Joey Halsley, the entire group out there to see him for his last few minutes of the weekend with the Tennessee staff. He got a lot of questions answered. He'll be back in June for an official visit. He's set to announce his select group of schools and several official visits here in the next week or so. Uh, But the Vols – Really impressed him with what they were able to do, what they were able to show him during those closing minutes of his visit. Family came away impressed. Uh, just a guy that would be another big time pull, another big time body on the offensive line. Glenn Ellerby continues to impress him and his family with the way his laid back demeanor, what he's able to show and teach and show sh- in such a short period of time. So a guy that Tennessee really gained momentum with this weekend, Stanton Ramil Will stay again in the state of Alabama, a guy that probably was the toughest read of the weekend for me, but he said that Tennessee showed him some things, answered him some questions, you know, what he wanted to see, and now they're one of the schools in the mix for his final official visit. That's Keldrick Falk, uh, another really well-put-together defensive end top guy that can get after the pass rusher if he needed to that was something that he you know he had answered this weekend was where do I fit in this scheme at Tennessee they were able to show him exactly where that was they see him with his hand in the dirt using him in a couple of different techniques and that's something that he likes Uh, he feels like he's more free in that role that he can get after the passer that he can you know do what he does in the run game he bends well he positions well and that is, you know, what he's looking for at the next level. So he will, you know, go back home and sit down and see which school is going to get that final official visit for him. Three or four schools buying for it right now, Um, but Rodney Garner and Tennessee are in that mix, and – really working hard to get that final official visit from him as he will you know most likely make a decision before his senior season we'll see it may come you know pretty quickly after those official visits that he's planning to use in June he admitted that he might take a midweek official and get all five in in June. If not, then it might come down to the season. That might bode better for Tennessee in terms of trying to recruit him and get that official visit during the season, but you got to take it when you can get it, and if they can get the fifth and it ends up being a midweek or whatever, you take it and you try to ride the momentum from that visit into you know his decision timeline. Um, but We'll see. We'll see what comes of that. You know, I think that he has a lot to go through. He he has to sit down and decide. Yeah, he, he admitted that Tennessee was one of a, just a couple of programs that were telling him that he – not not that he can't. Not the other programs don't see him as that. But the other programs see him as more of a hybrid where he's got to drop into pass sets and do that type of thing. And Tennessee is one of a couple of programs that sees him – in a specific role. And I think that's something that appealed to him. I think that's something that he wanted to answer. So we'll see if that message this weekend, the time spent with Rodney Garner, with Warren Harbin, were able to help Tennessee edge out, Michigan, Ole Miss, and Miami to get that fifth and final official visit whenever it may be. So, um, yeah, still work to be done there. One of the guys that they probably you know, most didn't surge to the top of this recruitment for, but they did what they needed to do to keep their foot in the door and try to get that fifth and final official visit, one that will be, you know, very important for him. And then we'll, we'll run out of the uncommitted guys here with a couple of defensive back targets, John Slaughter, Christian Conyer, able to spend a lot, and, and Ricky Gibson, those three guys able to spend a lot of time together Three guys that Tennessee really liked. Three guys that Tennessee has a lot of momentum for heading into summertime decisions. Slaughter and Conyer could come off the board on back-to-back days. Slaughter looking at, you know, maybe July 4th, uh, maybe a little earlier. We'll see. Conyer looking at July 3rd. That's his mom's birthday. Voss have positioned themselves very well in both of those recruitments. I will, you know, go out and say they're probably the team to beat right now. Now, those guys will probably take more visits. They both will be back to Tennessee on official visits before their decision, though. Slaughter not ruling out the possibility of getting back to Ole Miss one more time, Uh, most likely unofficial, and then possibly an official to Florida State. So we'll see if anything comes of that. And then Conyer tells me that he's set to be at Kentucky this weekend for his official visit. Uh, But – We'll see. We'll see. I, I I do think he ends up there. Uh, but he admits that this is a two-team race. And you know Tennessee's right in the thick of this thing, probably right at the top for him, probably ahead of Kentucky right now in this race. But there's still a ways to go. You have to sit down, decide with the family if you want to leave the home state. He's a Kentucky kid. They're close by. So we'll see what happens. But the Vols have positioned themselves well in both those recruitments. Then Ricky Gibson, another guy that Tennessee's right at the top for. They're battling Arkansas for the long cornerback from Hewitt Trustville in Alabama. Gibson will see both programs on official visits next month. The Vols have to lock where they are in that one right now. But the Razorback's not conceding. He likes what he's heard from Sam Pittman's staff. So a little ways to go there. He plans to make a decision by his season as well. So, you know, three important defensive back targets that could come off the board in the next month to two months. So, um, you know, credit William Martinez for showing well there this weekend. Guys that when you look around, maybe they're not as highly rated as what you want, but guys that are coveted by different staffs um, that show that they are, you know, play above their ranking right now. I mean, Conner in Kentucky – Slaughter and Ole Miss and Florida State and, you know, Gibson and Arkansas with other programs staying in in the mix there, but those two primarily. So, you know, William Martinez and those guys able to show well with those three defensive backs this weekend, give them credit there. And then a whole host of, you know, almost I think every commit here this weekend for Tennessee, Ethan Davis here, he has a great time with Alex Golish and that tight ends group. Um, of recruiters Jack Latrell here I know there's questions concerning his recruitment we'll have an interview rolling out with him later in the week he kind of puts that to bed Um, he's just having fun in the process and enjoying you know building his social media media following and that type of thing Aiden Bustle and Nathan Robinson back they make the trip down together Um, you know two guys that continue to get bigger each time I see them Robinson probably up to 6'5", 270 now he's going to fill out the 290, 295 easy Uh, already mentioned Caleb Herring earlier he's up to 6'6", around 218 but he has added so much muscle mass and definition since I saw him last spring Um, I've seen him since but since I saw him Last spring, that was kind of a, the comparison from that getting ready to go into junior year to now getting ready to go into senior year. We were kind of laughing about that where I see where I saw him down at uh, a seven on seven camp or a seven on seven in Orlando. He, he still kind of had that, you know, young teenage figure. He looks like a grown man walking across the parking lot towards you now. So a, a guy that has filled out is going to be a big time player here for Tennessee, you know, that type of thing, that, that type of guy that can stand up and come off the edge, but very fluid dropping into coverage and doing his thing. Just such a huge get for Mike Eckler's. He's recruiting his tail off right now. So to get all of those guys here on campus again this weekend for Tennessee was big. Um, just an overall huge weekend for the Vols. I can't you know, state that enough. Tried to run down a list of guys that we talked to, tried to run down a list of commandments here. But for now that's going to do the recruiting talk for this episode as we are going to now conclude this 2022 signee series. As I talked with Jason Jenkins last Friday, as he was getting ready to, head to campus in, in in Knoxville on Sunday. This is Tuesday. He is settled in. Here is the interview with 2022 signee Jason Jenkins. The interview with a defensive lineman will conclude the show. So thank you all for following along. Now we're joined by 2022 Tennessee signee Jason Jenkins. Jason, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, man! Exciting times for you. Just a few days away now from moving down to Knoxville, getting your career started on Rocky Top. But talk to me first about the excitement level. You know, your recruitment uh, really exploded towards the end. You're able to get down to Tennessee, see what you want, commit there. What's the excitement level like now to close the you know door on this final high school chapter and start a new chapter at Tennessee?
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm just very very ecstatic, you know, just you know, overall with the process. Just I feel like I truly found a a great home in Tennessee, and you know, I just just uh very very just excited to just get started, you know, and just in talking with uh fellow recruits and, and players, you know, we're all just truly unified in one goal, and that's to you know uh, create a winning culture and you know ultimately reach uh, uh Atlanta, so. You know, um, I'm just very, very excited to uh, get started on Rocky Top and just make a great contribution to this team.
0: You've had a few months now since signing with Tennessee in February. What's the day-to-day life been like for Jason Jenkins? What have you been doing to, to stay in shape, continue to, you know, improve your body? Saw a post you made the other day, look like you've added more muscle, more mass. So how has things been for you over the last few months?
1: You know, over the last few months, I just really just uh just dialed down. You know, I just I've, I've been um working out pretty much every day. You know, just get uh, uh getting more explosive off the line, working my technique, and just working um pretty much just all areas of where I feel I can uh be the best player I can be going into uh freshman year. And you know, I've um I've added around probably like twenty pounds. You know, I'm I'm uh, lean a lean two eighty right now, and you know I feel uh, as explosive as I've ever felt. So you know just uh, truly just been after you know pretty much every day eating the right stuff and uh you know it's uh, it's been it's been showing and i'm uh, truly happy going into uh to Knoxville. Um i feel very confident in uh and uh how i've been doing uh, diet wise and uh my training regimen
0: you talked about you know that refining your game working on your craft becoming more explosive you chose tennessee for a multitude of reasons, but one of the primary reasons was to be developed by Rodney Garner. Um, Looking back at the time that you committed to Tennessee, why was that the right decision for you? And why was Coach Garner the right, you know, coach to help you attain what you want to attain at the college level?
1: Well, I feel, uh, you know, especially with Coach G, he just has such a tremendous history of just coaching all-time greats, Hall of Famers, you know, and, you know, his – his uh, the the uh, type of players that he he breeds is just truly what I aspire to be. And, you know, I feel like you know um, he's the best at at, at what he does and in, in breeding these type of players. And you know, just getting the feedback from uh, other co- other players. Um, while I was on my visit, you know, he's he's truly the guy that you know that's gonna that's gonna get it done in terms of getting elevating my game to to uh bigger and better heights. So. You know, I, I truly felt comfortable with the decision. Me and, me and Coach, you have a great relationship. And, you know, um, I just truly felt that um, he, was the, he was the perfect fit for uh, a D-line coach. Uh, and, you know, I truly wanted to be in addition to that room.
0: Going into your freshman season under him, obviously, coming from high school ball to college ball, there's always a learning curve. There's always adjusting to the speed of the game. But for you, like you said, you've been putting in this work. Your body's where you want it to be. You're continuing to grow. What are your expectations, your personal expectations for year one on Rocky Top? How do you want to see year one as a freshman play out?
1: Well, uh, year one, I just really just want to, uh, you know, just get acclimated as soon as possible, you know, to, just to the college lifestyle and ultimately, you know, just uh, – you know, just uh, pretty much just exert everything I can, you know, at, at as a freshman uh, onto this team on, on the field and, you know, um, just come in, you know, just to uh, keep my head down and just, uh, just put in the same hard work I've I've um, always been putting in into, and, um, you know, just truly just, uh, you know, just putting in nothing but work. Can't really say too much, but, you know, just putting in nothing but work and, you know, that's just the type of guy I am, so. Um, that's pretty much what I'm expecting uh, out of year one, just just truly learning and just uh, taking everything for uh, as a grain of salt and just uh, truly just uh, digging down and just uh, um, truly just taking everything in. So that's what I'm expecting.
0: Jason, we appreciate your time. We're gonna get you out of here with a couple more things. Have heard from several of your counterparts of your sign other signees on this going to do a little this and that um i'm gonna give you a few couple of choices you're going to tell me which one you prefer start with an easy one hamburger or hot dog uh hamburger powerade or gatorade uh gatorade ps4 or xbox uh ps4 chris jones or kenny clark uh uh, chris jones that's tough that's a tough one though all right (laughs) man um You'll be on campus on Sunday, getting set to check in. Before you get there, start this new chapter on Rocky Top. What's your final message to the Tennessee fan base? Uh,
1: You know, uh, Vaughn Nation, you're getting a a hardworking individual, and, you know, I'm just going to give my all to to, uh, contributing to this team. And, you know, I'm just uh, ready to just, uh, you know, uh, exert greatness at Rocky Top. So, looking forward to it.
0: You heard it here from 2022 Tennessee signee Jason Jenkins. He will be on campus on Sunday. Jason, thanks for your time. We appreciate you coming on. All right,
1: thank you.